And here we go. Episode. We're at nineteen now, right, Sam? I think we're at nineteen. No, we're at eighteen. We're at eighteen. Oh, yeah, we are at eighteen. Keegan, Keegan was, was 17. seventeen. Keegan was seventeen. So welcome to episode eighteen of Nothing to Say, the Fans Podcast. We have another another guest lined up for you today. We'll get to him in a minute. We're going to start off the show just like we always do, Sam. Well, first of all, actually, I believe a congratulations is in order because the 49ers just absolutely throttled the Browns. So congrats, man. Woo! All right, Ric Flair. I should have given a uh, warning to our headphone users out there to turn the volume down. I'm really sorry. Yeah, well, but- hey. Well, go ahead, go ahead. You need to there's, you need to bask in their glory, man. There's nothing. There's nothing I can say. They did what I thought they were gonna do. I was saying all week that they were gonna dominate. Everyone's saying they're a fake three and zero, but hey, they're the only undefeated team in the NFC left. And that is a crown that uh, that my my beloved Raiders do not have. But you know what? We uh, can equally uh, we can both say that our teams won this weekend because the Bears uh, got absolutely. Throttled by the Raiders as well, even though they tried to give them the game uh, at the end. Oakland dominated because I actually got the opportunity to watch that the first half of that game. They're, they dominated. That O-line dominated yeah. the Bears' defensive line. Yeah, I was going to do a listen up on the Raiders, but we have a guest lined up for you guys, so I'll, just, I'll keep it short. But, yeah, no, I, that's exactly what I was going to say. The, the O-line of the Raiders – just absolutely went out and just manhandled the Bears' defensive line, which is something that no team had done so far. I saw a stat earlier uh, at the very beginning of the game. I think the most a team had rushed for against the Bears during the season was about, I think it was like 61, 65 yards. And the Raiders beat that in a quarter and a half. And Josh yeah. J- Josh Jacobs ended up running for 120 yards, and uh, Richard and Washington yeah, also Richard, had really that's right. Yeah, Richard and Washington had really good games. There was one play in particular that really stood out to me. I remember when Jacobs got the ball behind the line of scrimmage. As soon as he got handed the, ball, it was just a standard like just standard run play. The entire offensive line was like four yards downfield by the time Jacobs got the ball, and that was that was happening all game. It was absolutely. Fantastic to watch. Derek had a great game. He didn't he didn't throw a touchdown, but he he threw the ball downfield when he needed to. He got first downs when he needed to. And Josh Jacobs is looking like he was very worthy of being the Raiders' first pick uh, in the draft. Yeah, that was that game uh, was pretty pretty mirrored uh, what I just saw the Niners put on an absolute clinic. Hundred percent with Joe Staley, their best offensive lineman in the last decade is out with injury, yet they just dismantled Cleveland's defensive line. Mm-hmm. The the Raiders and the Niners played a very similar game this weekend. You're you're yeah, very you're very right. They're they're the, built kind of the same way. Yeah, the quarterbacks didn't have to do a lot. I mean Derek Carr I think um has his fingerprints on Oakland's offense a little more than I think Jimmy G had to tonight. Oh yeah. But um but they I don't think either quarterback was the reason both teams won. No, 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 not at all. And it, it was kind of funny because I was watching the game, and I'm glad you brought that up uh, about the Raiders and the Niners because they, I mean, they're like I said, they're both built kind of similarly. Like they want to run the ball two straight downs, and then if they have to throw, they'll throw. But they want to beat you at the line of scrimmage, and they both uh, successfully did this weekend. We will get to the NFL as we move along, but uh, like I mentioned, we have a guest who's lined up, ready to go. Uh, one of our uh, – well, actually, Sam's known him uh, longer than I have. I met him in high school. Uh, he and I ended up having a, a class freshman year that we absolutely uh, got to know each other really well in. Uh, and But this is uh, this is really Sam's guest because he got him on the show. Um, so And he, the guy who I am referring to, is Charlie Munns. Charlie, Woo! Hey, guys. <laughs> It's going great. I'm like really excited to be here. So I'm just going to let you guys know that Charlie's not some schmuck that we pulled off the road. Like Charlie. <laughs> well, kind of. Sort of. Kind of. <laughs> <laughs> so the theme that we've been going off of so far with our guests is um, they're, they're all college athletes. And Charlie is a college athlete. And he plays, he plays baseball, which is a sport that if we haven't – well, baseball hasn't really been a prevalent topic on the show. So for you baseball fans, uh, you're going to get your fill today but uh charlie plays 
pretty much in the middle of nowhere. He plays in <laughs> Kansas, right smack dab in the middle of the state. Charlie, oh, tell everybody, tell everybody uh, what college you play at because I do not want to butcher the name like I already did once. Oh, all good, man. Yeah, I play in a town called McPherson, and the school is actually called McPherson College. Well, what do you know? So, <laughs> McPherson. Yes. Yeah, spelled P-H, so it's like yes. the phone. Huh. So, yeah. So, I, that's – and it's it's in Kansas. So, out of out of all of our friends, the at least <laughs> at least our group, you are, besides Keegan, you're the farthest. Yes. And to end up in Kansas out of all places – when I found I out that you were in Kansas, I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> All right. Yeah, I know. Kind of, kind, of, kind of wild, right? I mean, let, me, let me ask you something. What is there to do in Kansas? In, in, in McPherson, yeah. Kansas. <laughs> in McPherson, you know what? Not a whole lot, man. I mean, you got school and your sport. You got the, Pretty... uh, the population of the city off the top of your head? The roundabout number? Maybe two thousand, probably like neg- <laughs> negative six and some corn stock, right? I don't. <laughs> Lots of corn out here, man. Lots of corn. <laughs> here, let me look. Um, so, Charlie, we have a sort of tradition on the show. We we start off the show kind of the same way. I'll, I'll ask you the first the first question because I normally ask Sam this question. How was your week, man? You know, it was good, man. Um, uh, Maddie, my girlfriend, came out here this week on Wednesday. Uh, picked her up from a. Uh, Wichita Airport and uh, drove her out here, and she was a, a trooper dealing with me going to class and and all uh, all the practices this week. But uh, all in all, it was a good week. Hey, good brownie points, giving her a shout out right at the beginning of the show. I absolutely have to, man. Yeah. <laughs> Wait, is she gonna is she gonna listen to this? Oh yeah, oh yeah. Told her she is. Hi, Maddie. Hi. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks for taking care of our friends. Oh yeah, she'll love and- that. <laughs> Sam, Sam, buddy, how was your week? Well, it was it was awesome because I received a call after we posted the Keegan podcast mm-hmm. from a certain Charlie Munns that I had not talked to in probably like a month, a month or two. Well, and that's he, not true. You, called, like, you, you you texted me a couple weeks ago. Did I? Is that yeah, was you, it yeah. only a couple weeks ago? Yeah, that's about that much. Yeah, and I he's. <laughs> Pleading to get on this show. I didn't pleading. know. We had, we, I didn't know we had That's awesome. begging. He's <laughs> begging to be on the show, and I was. I don't know. It just hit I me. know. I just got. I got super excited, man. Keegan did a great job. Um, he, it was all around a really good show. I Yo, yeah. Let's ever... give Keegan a shout out because he oh. honestly had a. He was a great interview. Was he the best best guest we've had so far? Jason, well, you, you know, I so far. far. I don't. I'm not. I'm not going to get in trouble with uh, with some of our other guests. All All I know is Ben was the worst one. <laughs> ben, ben was funny, man. I liked his. Hey, Ben. Uh, if nothing else, is definitely our comic relief. Uh, oh yeah, of the group, 100. Um, percent So my week was pretty uneventful, other than the Raiders um, winning. Uh, Went in on Sunday, um, had a great week, and it was uh, it, it was great. I got I got nothing to complain about. Um, so we're gonna get right into uh, why we brought Charlie on the show. Like I said, Charlie is a collegiate baseball player. Charlie, what division is your school, by the way? We, we are at NAIA. So oh, well, then there you go. Yeah, there you go. So Jesus, we're gonna start this off basically where we start all of our guest interviews off and, th- and that's from the beginning where it all sort of resonated because all of Ooh. our guests so far has, I mean, have come from the Roseville area. So wait, 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 wait. I, I had to do a, a background story oh, that you, you made me, yeah. that you made oh, me yeah. wait for. Yeah, oh, you, you're going to you, just cut so, me off like that. Okay. So there was, a, well, I mean, I'm, I'm I, kidding. I have co-host duties. So I'm kidding. I'm kidding. I got to add a little spice to the show. Alrighty. So like I was saying back in fifth grade, cause me and Charlie go, Way back. Way back. Way back. You said fourth grade. Well, I'm just going back to fifth grade now. Okay. So in fifth grade, <laughs> we played this game called Sock Out. There's probably a bunch of different names for it in elementary school, but pretty much you hit a ball um, on your side. It has to bounce on your side and then go to the other side. of it. Yeah, whatever. It's with a big red bouncy ball. And we're playing in this tournament. Uh, Charlie's my partner. And bell rings during a point 
and Charlie stops, but his like body keeps going, and he ends up messing up. What did you end up messing up? Do you remember this, Charlie? Oh, dude, I don't remember this at all. This is crazy. <laughs> it's when you got you and you got injured, and like they had to um like carry you off the. Oh, wonderful. The black spot. You don't remember? Oh, that? No, I don't. That's it's embarrassing, a, though. You made up story. You like broke your foot or something oh. in sock out at lunch. I probably faked it because we were probably losing. <laughs> we were losing. Yep, there you go. And That's we were answer. not supposed to be losing. We we had heavy expectations because we were we were running the lunch. I'm pretty sure the <laughs> teachers the teachers had side bets on us to win that whole thing. I, I really think they did. Well, what was funny is because I think both of us can admit in high school we were not like the popular kids in high school. Uh, most definitely not. <laughs> but in elementary school. If there were popular kids, we were definitely that. Absolutely. <laughs> Which is That's, weird. It was just weird. Take that to the grave, my man. <laughs> absolutely, absolutely, yeah. Like, we were, we were the studs of Kirby Elementary School, for sure. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait uh, till we have some people from Kirby Elementary School call into the show and just ready to argue that. Oh, oh there's, there's not a won't. single person. Yo, uh-huh. go, hey, you know what? We need it, though. Get some more people on the show. Say something I mean, controversial. <laughs> I mean, you're talking to the former student body president, myself. And Facts. Stu- student body vice president. Facts. Right there. So, oh, I mean, Charlie, you know what that means? What does that mean? At one point or another, Sam worked for both of us. Oh, my God. Funny how that Because he works for you in middle school, and he works for me no, in high elementary, school. No, it was elementary school. Elementary no, school. There school. you go. Oh, yeah. Uh, you could also say I was under both of you at different times in my life. Okay, we knew one was coming. <laughs> yep, we did. Yep, we knew we knew one joke but was coming. The funny thing about that VP thing, I missed the second week of school because my mom forced me to go with her to Sly Park. I was pissed because I hadn't missed any school like at all. And That's right. I, yeah. The day I came back, um, I think Charlie was like, "Oh yeah, the elections are today." And I was like, well, shit, what am I supposed to do? <laughs> I don't have a speech or anything. So I, like, winged it and I guess made everyone laugh. So they all voted for me. And yeah. we, didn't, we didn't do anything, though, with our power. <laughs> <laughs> yep. we, I think we started up a few clubs, but that was pretty much it. Yeah. yeah, our, yeah I don't know. our high school uh, applications were getting filled in elementary school for sure. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Well, if that sort of gives everybody a preview of what this show is going to be like, then you're in for a ride because this is going to be a uh, – I have no idea how this is this show is going to turn out. I know how the first couple minutes is going to turn out, but after we get the interview out of the way, we'll, uh, we'll sort of see where it goes. <laughs> so, uh, Charlie, after Sam so rudely interrupted me with his fifth-grade story um, – no, Well, kidding. you said I was I'm kidding. for the podcast. I'm kidding. I'm kidding. Our, our – our listeners don't know the abuse I go through every okay. right before we film. They think I just put on a pretty face for the for the podcast. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> Charlie. So we're gonna start where we start all of our guest interviews, and because everybody sort of originated from Roseville at one point or another, so we'll start at Roseville. You obviously the first um, for those of you who don't know. Uh, Charlie, this is Charlie's second college. It is not his first college. He was not recruited to Kansas right away. Uh, Charlie was recruited uh, out of high school elsewhere. So, Charlie, if you could go through the process of how you got recruited, who you got recruited by, and why you ultimately decided to go to that first college. Yeah. um, Like you said, I wasn't heavily recruited right out of high school. I had American River College towards the end of my junior year was showing some sort of interest, but it wasn't until my senior year where actually I wasn't even supposed to pitch this game against uh, Wood Creek High School. Um, threw really well through six strong innings, and then that's after my boy. The, yeah, after the game, <laughs> after the game, came home, um, got a call from Butte College, and first I answered the phone. This guy goes, hi, this is head coach Anthony Farrow from Butte College. Uh, I'd like to talk to you about playing baseball at our school next year. And I oh, said, that's so cool. I said, who? Who are you? <laughs> I know. I never even heard of the school. 
And uh, my mom quickly got on the computer, looked up Butte College. It's a real school. It's it's legit. And I was like, oh, <laughs> sweet. <laughs> so, um, so yeah, I finished out the finished out the season. Uh, towards probably the last two weeks, I took a visit to Butte College. Got to meet head coach Anthony Farrow, and right there on the spot, I said, you know, man, this is the school I want to go to. Uh, so, Butte College uh, moved out to Chico living with a few roommates, uh, getting acclimated to living by myself. Uh, fall began. That's our fall season. We really uh, don't have the set team yet, of course. Uh, but halfway through fall, Coach Farrow decides to come up with a, a list of the depth chart. And people who are below that line aren't making the team. So either they redshirt or they're getting cut. So – Look, go look at the list. I'm thinking I'm doing just fine, and I'm below the line. I'm way below the line. And <laughs> you just have to sell yourself out like that. <laughs> oh, no, no, but it's it's kind of cool because it sets up a really cool comeback story. Are you ready for this? Yeah, um, ready to go. <laughs> lay, lay it on me, So, call my dad. My dad goes, you know, you might be you might be done with baseball, man. Like, so you were Oosh. you were balling at this point, right? Oh, I was, yeah, I was, I was, I was, I was definitely in tears. You want to yeah. act it out? Okay, I'll be, I'll be your dad, and you. Can... Oh, please don't. <laughs> Let's yeah, please. I really don't want to do that. <laughs> Charles, so, <what's> wrong. <laughs> so I call the old man up. He tells me basically, man up, kind of thing. Finish it out. So, but somehow a light bulb turns on, and I start doing really well. Um, end up becoming our second starter by uh, by spring. What happened? What? Changed? Oh, there we go. Dude, I, you know what, man? I like a freak of nature. I couldn't tell you. I started throwing a little harder, started throwing more strikes. It was like, was it, oh, is it control that came con- in? Control and velocity. I think I was sitting like 76 before, and then I jumped up to like eight, sitting 80. And then it was, so, it was it, yeah. So you don't need this, you don't need to self incriminate yourself here, but were you, were you juicing? <laughs> I, I don't feel like answering that question. I'm just Absolutely not. No, of course not. Um, Full disclosure: we paid Charlie to be on the show. So yes, absolutely. Yeah, mm-hmm. I know. Yep, we did. <laughs> <laughs> um, but yeah, so uh, freshman season went really well. Um, went from starter to like long term reliever. Um, so I got a lot of innings my freshman year. Oh, so you got benched. No, I didn't get benched. We had we had we had some sophomores who just like threw harder than me and and were being more efficient. I mean, I was efficient enough, but we had guys that were doing better. So you're gonna hey, throw those guys. They were in. probably juicy. Yeah, definitely, definitely juicy. <laughs> um, no, but it was a, it was a cool it was a cool uh, for uh, freshman year season. We went to playoffs. Um, fortunately, lost to Sierra College. Uh, the last hey. game out of a, last game out of a three game set. So that was that was a rough one, but. Um, but my sophomore year came out with higher expectations for myself. Uh, started getting contacted by a four-year universities um, fall, uh, which was kind of weird. I was expecting more stuff to come throughout the spring. Uh, towards the end of fall, got a few offers and actually went out to uh, San Francisco State to try uh, through a bullpen. Oh, that's uh, right. You told me about mm-hmm. that. Yeah, it was, a, it was a really cool experience. It's a great campus, and I, I thank them for uh, – having me go out there and uh, throw. It was really cool, but um, that didn't work out. So uh, about February, so about, I don't know, two weeks into the season, I get a call from McPherson College. Uh, like, hey, man, we really like you. want you to consider us. Then another two weeks comes by, and they, let's just say they give me an offer I can't refuse, and I, just, I sign them right there on the spot, and I verbally commit, and they send me all the letters and documentation, and Next thing you know, I'm going to be a Bulldog and finish off the my Butte College season. Wow, so, it's just like you're back at Bulljohn. Yeah, I'm a Bulldog. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Full circle. Now, so you mentioned San Francisco. Well, you mentioned San Francisco and obviously McPherson. Was that the only two? After no, there, there were a few. Um, uh, Bellevue University, uh, Tabor College, another school out here in Kansas. Who? Um, Hope International <laughs> University down in Southern California. There's there's a few others. Uh, You're not but... making these colleges up, right? Like these are real places. No, these are real. Uh, Bellevue is actually uh, in it's in Nebraska, and it's very close to where they have the College World Series. So, oh nice. Yeah, definitely, definitely real places. <laughs> no, I'm kidding. <laughs> um, well, that's fantastic. So it sounds like listening to what you were saying, it, it more sounds like the offer determined 
where you were not necessarily because you were intrigued by the college itself, but it was because the offer was just, it was something like you said, you, you couldn't refuse. Right. So it wasn't necessarily the school or the location. It was the fact that you get to continue playing baseball um, because of this offer. Right. Or am I, or did I read into that wrong? Well, no, no, that's, that's definitely partially true. and 16 or something like that did really well this last season they actually uh beat the other colleges that were contacting me and i want to play on a winning team so that's what i did 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 you get to an opportunity to visit mcpherson before no definitely definitely did not nope dang that's scary yeah but uh i I, you know i took a leap of faith and i'm really happy i'm uh, worked out very well and i'm really liking where i'm at well then i'm i want to ask you this question because you said you didn't get a chance to uh to go visit the campus. So you step on campus for the first time. What was your first, what was your first impression of the campus? Where's the baseball field? That's what my, where is it? <laughs> I was like, I was like, where is it? Where is this? And, um, actually contacted my head coach. I was like, Hey man, I'm, I'm on campus. Uh, are you on campus? Can we meet or whatever? And, and, uh, he goes, yeah, meet me in my office. And he shows me around the school kind of thing. And I asked him, I said, dude, where's the, where's the baseball field? And he goes five minutes down the road. So, drive out to the field and pictures of the field. And as soon as I saw the field, I was like, yep, I made the right decision. I love this field. I love the atmosphere out here. It's just, I mean, big transition from the Sacramento area, very highly populated, to uh, a rural town with a lot of corn and, well, not a whole whole lot to do. Well, I'm glad the stereotype of Kansas corn is uh, alive and well. Oh, yeah, absolutely. Um, so I, so we've we've had Jimmy on the show, who was obviously a football player. Jenna was on the show. She, volleyball player. Keegan is a soccer player. Ben is a golfer. So you're our resident baseball guy. So and we've asked all of them the same question. So I'm going to ask you this question. In terms, of, in terms of scheduling, like being a student athlete playing baseball in college, what is that like? Is it because with Jimmy, with Jimmy and Keegan, it seems to be, ridiculously daunting even with jenna jenna seems to have a a super hard schedule but i think that's also because of the classes she's taking they're not easy classes um and and ben and ben no they're not easy classes who said that i'm saying that i know she's got she's got enough time to facetime me every two seconds (laughs) i can't wait till she hears that yeah i can't wait Uh, i love you jenna i love you and and ben Ben has a Ben also has a really packed schedule as well. So I, I want to know no, the difference he between yeah he does. No oh. no 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 no. He's taking Gen Eds. He's not taking a single major class right now. Bro, he's playing a college sport. You're not pipe down. Okay, I'm, I'm actually a, a registered D1 athlete. I'm on the women's volleyball roster, technically. Okay. Anyway, Charlie, <laughs> <laughs> what? What is it like managing managing classes and and time with between baseball classes and obviously just your your regular social life? Well, <laughs> definitely my freshman year it was it was very very hard to time manage, I guess you could say. I it was it was definitely something you have to just go through and learn as you go and make mistakes. Uh, but once I got out here, I kind of knew how all the how all the scheduling worked out. I mean, you got classes in the morning, got practice uh, later in the day, and then actually out here we have we have weights at night, uh, Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, so I mean, that's a little different. I'm used to weights being a little earlier in the day. So, um, but I mean, it's nice not having to wake up at five o'clock in the morning and go lift weights. But um, but yeah, that's it's a plus. yeah, definitely a plus. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm I'm not a big morning person, but. Uh, but no, definitely, uh, definitely, definitely got to work at it. It's something where if, Hey, you got, you got an hour, you can't sit there and watch TV. You gotta, you gotta do your homework. You really have to. Yes. So take us through your daily schedule. Like you wake oh, okay. up, like what, what is your, oh. what's your day like? So <clears throat> right now I'm, I'm a math major and I'm taking, uh, taking physics and calc two right now. And just a two really easy classes that just did get me enough for credits. So, um, but I mean, I have classes Monday through Friday, uh, all starting at around 9 a.m. So I live really close to the school, so I can get up around 8, get together, breakfast, brush my teeth, all that stuff. 
then go to class. I'm usually done around two, some days at three. Then I got to bust, get bust home, change, go to the field. Practice, practice starts at four every day. Then uh, practice usually lasts about two hours, maybe sometimes two and a half. Just depends on what we're doing that day for pitchers. Um, yeah, so by the way, my breakdown will practice a little more. Uh, pitchers kind of have their own separate practice versus position players. Uh, we have to do a lot more arm care things, a lot more stretching, a lot more uh, mechanics-based because a position player has to hit, field, base run, all that stuff, and they have to cram that into three hours. So, so you're the kickers. Basically, yeah. Yeah. Okay. No, yeah. they're cooler than the kickers. We're, yeah, well, yeah. It's an analogy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. No, we're definitely cooler than kickers, though, I will say. <laughs> at, at least I think so. Um, hey, that Browns kicker with that uh, long hair. Ooh. That Browns kicker is a beast. I'll have to take a look at him. <laughs> dude, that dude's ripped. <laughs> but, um, but yeah, so practice is about two and a half hours. Uh, come home, really quickly get something to eat, and it's either go and go to the library and get a group together and study physics or calculus, or I got to go lift weights. And then I'm usually in bed around 12. So, wow. And you're and you're up the next morning at what time again? Eight. So I get eight. I mean, okay. I, mean, I get eight hours, so it's not terrible. But but yeah. But yeah. I was gonna say at least you're sleeping. Exactly. Yeah. I. I it's. I. I love sleeping. Man. <laughs> oh, dude. Yeah. <laughs> it's the best. It is the best. Um. So I'm, I'll just. Uh. I'll. I'll sort of wrap up. Uh. The interview questions with this. You know, you've been playing in college for for three years now, and. Is there is there a, a moment that you can pinpoint that has really been sort of your favorite moment so far? Oh, absolutely. Of, uh, playing in college? Absolutely. Uh, <coughs> my uh, my very last game at Butte College, we were in playoffs. We were playing uh, Ohlone College at, uh, at their stadium or at their park. And uh, we were up 1-0 going into the doubleheader. We lost the first game. And then – the third game came around and I hadn't started actually in about a month. I was going through some arm, arm issues and um, finally got back up to a pitch count where I could start. So coach goes, Hey man, we need you for the third game. And I was like, I, I kind of knew it. I, did, I don't know what it was, but I had like this natural instinct, like, like this is my time to shine kind of thing. So I'm all, I'm all loose and just having a good time on the mound. I know it's playoffs. Like this is like winter go home kind of thing. And I'm just having a blast. And I threw six really good innings against a really good hitting team. I uh, gave up one run, I think two hits. But um, my last my last appearance for Butte College was one I'm definitely going to remember for the rest of my life. It was really, really cool. And you know what the cool thing – you know what the cool thing about that is <clears throat> in sports in general, and I know it gets said a lot, but the memory that athletes have of like their favorite moments in sports is amazing to me. Just knowing – where you were, what you were doing, who you were playing against, how many runs you gave up, how many hits you gave up, the time, the place. I mean, everything. I mean, I, I, I'm sure, I know Sam's the same way I, I am and obviously the way you are now. Like, you remember the exact details oh, yeah. of your worst memories and your best memories in sports. Absolutely. And I think it's hard to find other places and other, other sort of things in your life that, that resonate sometimes the way that sporting events do if you've played. And I know for all the athletes who are listening, I, I'm, I'm sure uh, you can think of your favorite and least favorite sports moment and pinpoint pretty much everything about that scene. Yeah, I, I couldn't agree with you more, Jason. Absolutely. Yeah. So, well, I mean, Charlie, <clears throat> so are you guys, so I don't really know how this, uh, the season works in college. Are you guys in, you guys are in season right now, right? No, we're, we're, so we have a fall season, which is, very little games against other teams and it's usually just scrimmaging ourselves, but we do play in the spring. That's when our actual season starts. Okay. So, uh, expectations for, uh, for this season in McPherson college <laughs> for myself or for the team, both team, uh, going 40 and 10 probably. And, uh, really going far into playoffs. Uh, we have our, our conference out here is called the KCAC league or, conference or whatever you want to call it um i see us winning that and for myself 
uh, I really want to uh, start and just put up some put up some really good numbers and really increase my velo during this fall and winter. Make some noise. Absolutely. Make some noise. <clears throat> hey, Char- well, man, that's hey, – Char- well, Oh, yeah. Go wait, ahead. Wait, 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 wait. We, we, we had fun talking about all that unimportant stuff. <laughs> you you going to make the big leagues anytime soon? Uh, as of now, it's not looking good, man. But uh, definitely still a dream. Still got two more years of improving myself. And, I mean, you – I mean, I, I hit uh, 86 a few times on Saturday, which is the hardest I've thrown. So, I mean, if I can get that up four more miles an hour, I might get really get looked at. So, who knows? Hey, you could be like that uh, that guy who recently – he was an Uber driver, and he was starting in the playoffs, oh, whatever yeah. that guy's name was recently. Yeah, the, there was a – You heard that story? I, I Yeah, <laughs> I think I have. Um, there was also a, a guy who uh, threw at a Rockies game at this, like, pitching – machine or whatever and through like 96 like five was it times. rockies or the a's i can't remember he ended up getting signed by the a's oh that's who it was yep. right it's pretty cool you can be like one of those guys yeah you never know you never know man never never say no like i i need you to get one of those big major league contracts so i can uh, move in with you yeah and uh and i'll be definitely back on the show again I'll buy your jersey. I promise. Oh, I love it. Perfect. 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 Actually, you know what? No, we're your friends. You send us that for free. I don't care. <laughs> with it, with tickets. With tickets. With tickets, and it's signed. Absolutely. Yeah. All right, Greg. Yeah. And I get. All right, and I get your we gotta, first uh, game ball too. Oh, I don't know about that one. Well, I'm your biggest supporter, so. Oh, I I I, I appreciate the support, but um, but no, I, I think Ma- I yeah, you I think Maddie's gonna it. fight you on that no, one. You just, lost, you just lost your biggest supporter. You you got you got to fight with uh, mom, dad, grandpa, girlfriend. You got to, you got a lot of people to contend with that one. Bro, I don't need to fight with them. They're already behind me. <laughs> Why would I need to fight with them? That's a great thing about being in front. <laughs> okay. All right. So, okay, James, Charlie, moving on. <laughs> yeah, moving on. So, Charlie, um, one thing that we're gonna do with you that we really haven't done with any other guest. This is sort of a, a first timer. For, for a guest is uh, – you see, you're on a Tuesday show, and the thing about the Tuesday show is that Sam and I do a little bit of a recap of uh, the week the, – the weekend football um, in the uh, during the NFL season. And I know you're a football fan, so we're going to kind of throw you into the mix here. We're going to talk a little bit about football. I know you're a Niners fan, so we got two Niners fans on the show, the outnumber the Raider fans. <laughs> and uh, Sam and I do picks – every week so we're gonna have you as an honorary uh honorary game picker with us so i'm gonna run through the scores real uh real quick just like i always do give you got in case you missed some of the games so we'll start on thursday uh tight one between the seahawks rams seahawks ended up winning 30 to 29 uh eagles slaughtered the jacks 31 to 6 that game was never close and neither was the vikings giants game which ended 28 to 10 Panthers and Jaguars, Gardner Minshew, the Minshew Mania, got stopped by Kyle Allen and the Panthers, and actually more so Christian McCaffrey. It was 34-27, to 27. Panthers win that game. Texans put up a 50-burger against the Falcons. It was 53-32, to 32. and the Saints won, won a tight one against the Buccaneers, 31-24. Cardinals get their first win of the season against the absolutely terrible Bengals. I think that it is safe to say that the Bengals next to the Redskins are the worst team in the NFL. Cardinals win 26-23. The Bills! Hallelujah, the Bills! The game that put me over Sam during our picks win 14-7. Yeah, I bet, you, to I bet seven. you wanted to be over me, huh? All righty. That boy, Jason. New England. <laughs> Just brush that one off. Oh, yeah. New England. Slaughtered the Redskins 33 to 7, causing well, who knows if it was causing, but the final nail in the coffin for Jay Gruden as a head coach on the Redskins. Jay Gruden is out as the head coach for the Redskins. The Ravens won a tight one against the Steelers, probably tighter than a lot of people anticipated 26 to 23. The Broncos sneak one against the Chargers 20 to 13. The Raiders go to London. Manhandled the Bears in the first half, tried to give it away in the second half, but ended up winning 24-21. to Packers also, now the score is 34-24, to but the game was really never that close. Uh, there were some garbage time stats. I think the Packers were up 31-3 to at one point. Yep. Um, so it ended up being a lot worse than it actually looks. 34-24, to Packers beat the Cowboys. 
Colts, Colts, thank goodness for any Raider fan out there. Um, probably just one, me. Um, the Colts beat the Chiefs 19-13, to and then the game tonight, the 49ers, they just – the Browns didn't even look like they belonged on the field with the 49ers, 31-3. to Yeah, why is that, Jason? Because the Niners are the best team in the NFC. There you go. Thank you. <laughs> You're welcome. Thank you. You're welcome. They might just be – if their run game – and we'll get into this Niners game uh, right off the top because I know uh, both of you are – our Niner fans. So we'll get into this real quick. So if the Niners continue to run the ball like they did tonight and Jimmy Garoppolo doesn't, isn't forced to win them games, which I'm not saying he couldn't do, but I'm just saying if he's not forced to win them games and the Niners are, are legit, they're a legit threat in the NFC right now. Their defense is better than what I thought it was going into this year. I thought that was going to be the weaker side of the ball, but they, that defensive line of the Niners, absolutely. Like, the Niners destroyed the Browns tonight because of the big boys of the O-linemen and the D-linemen. That's as simple as that. Nick Bosa had a monster game. Yes, he did. Mm-hmm. Charlie, did you end up catching any of this game? You know, I did. Um, I caught little notifications on my phone. Uh, actually, didn't get to watch it live, but um, but no. I mean, looking at this notification that were popping up, I just wrapped the bat. I saw Brita with a monster monster of a touchdown run. This basically started off. I was like, "It's a good start. Here we go." So I'm gonna I'm gonna ask you guys right now because you guys would know um, a lot better than I would. Charlie, I'll ask you first. So you have Matt Breida and you have uh, Tevin Coleman as your two running backs, your two main running backs right now. So Breida got 11 carries. Coleman got 16. Now, is that the norm for the 49ers? Is Tevin Coleman your guys' number one running back or is, or is Breida your guys' well, number one running back? Well, Coleman was injured for the last um, – I asked Charlie. Okay, Charlie, answer it. Then. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Brita, Brita has normally been our, our number one guy. Yeah, that's but, what I was going to freaking yeah. say. Yeah. Well, <laughs> considering I said, Charlie, I'm going to ask you, and then you ended up answering it, you know, clearly shows how much you listen to me while I'm talking. Like, he just kind of well, excited. It was, a, it was a dumb question. It wasn't a dumb question. I want to know. I don't know who your number one running back is. It's dumb because Tevin Coleman's only been in two games so far. Okay. I'm just Asking, <laughs> I don't follow the 49ers. Why not? I'm asking our resident 49er fans. Wait, who's that? Charlie? Well, yeah. But nobody really cares about your opinion. Oh, they already know my opinion. That's why they don't care. <laughs> They've been knowing. I, have, I, have I faltered at all? Did I, did I, have I not been saying for the past 18 episodes that Niners are for real? I no, yep. If there's one thing you have been, that has been consistent. Yep. Big and you know what has been consistent as well? The Browns stinking. Are the Browns really that bad, or are the Niners really that good? Oh, the Niners are that good. I, I think it's a combo of both. I really do. I really do. I think, I think the Niners are just hot right now, and they're going to stay hot for a while. Uh, but no, I think the Browns have some potential potential in there. Um, but I mean, they're they're uh, they're a C team right now. They, I think they still got some kings Oof. that need to work out. C team? What does that make the Niners? A. I mean, they're what, they're undefeated. They got the Patriots and them right now are undefeated. A plus plus. Well, let's roll through their schedule because looking at their schedule, um, I say, okay, the Rams in going uh, going to the Rams that is not going to be an easy that game. That game is not as bad as we thought it was. No, and you know what? It actually looks a lot better, I think, after the win tonight. Well, the Rams just don't look as formidable. Like, if two weeks ago we did a podcast and I said that the Rams were head and shoulders above the Niners, I don't, I don't really know that anymore because the not, Rams, well, yeah, the Rams took a step back and the Niners have taken three steps forward from last year. Yeah, see, the Rams had that bad loss against the Buccaneers, and I don't know if you necessarily call the Seahawks loss this weekend a bad loss because I actually do think the Seahawks are legit. Um, but that's two back-to-back losses, and then they're going up against a 49er team, which is red hot right now. And they're so, fresh, too. Yeah, and they're fresh because they're coming off their, their bye and then a, a very easy win against the Browns. So they're all good, ready to go. 
So I think honestly that I don't know. Uh, actually, we'll get into the uh, the picks later on uh, in this segment, but <clears throat> that that game is looking very winnable for the Niners, and then they have the Redskins, which will be a win. Cake. They get the Panthers at home. Cake. And then they go to Arizona. Cake. So they got four very very winnable. If the and Niners end Seattle up eight in Levi's. Well, yeah, in Seattle, in Levi's, Which but I'm not nice. gonna. Well, I, that's their that's their one tough game out of these next five. Well, I think and the Rams. Well, yes, I'm, but I, I honestly think um, the game against the Seahawks might be worse than the one against the Niners. That's just my opinion. Uh, it's in San Francisco, though. It's like they play so much better in San Francisco than on the road. I know it's in San Francisco, but I think the fact that I honestly think the Seahawks are just—they're just better than the Rams. I know they beat them, but I do think that they—they're—they're they're, they're just better than the Rams. So I—it might even out a little bit. Maybe I'm not sure, but that would be—that would be the one um, that uh, that I would I would pinpoint as maybe they maybe they lose that game. But I mean, over the next you know four weeks, I mean the Niners are staring at the very real potential of being eight and zero. Facts. Which going which going into the this season did did you really expect them to go eight no like honestly oh heck no nope right yeah I agree with you Sam I, I definitely I definitely saw possible improvements from last year no doubt but I mean already I mean in the running to be eight no that's kind of mind blowing a little bit it's like it's realistic that it can happen like yeah. before it before yeah. it was like oh I mean. Like that would be crazy if it happened, but now it's like, whoa! This they kind of have something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's. I mean, it could happen. I mean, it I did very easily could happen. I did pick them to uh, make the playoffs, and you laughed in my face, Jason. So, well, eh. yeah, but that's my job. <laughs> <laughs> hey, tell you what, I was rooting for the Niners tonight. I needed uh, NFC over AFC, so uh, I'm ecstatic that the Niners won. Congratulations! No, you don't get to claim that. So you don't get to claim that you were rooting for the Niners. Okay, fine. I was rooting for the NFC team over the AFC team. How about that? I, I'm kind of believing Jason here, Sam. I really am. I really needed the Browns to lose because it's, if the Browns win, then they're three and two, which is the same record as the Raiders. So now they're two and three. So now that's a team that the Raiders are ahead of. So I need, I need all the AFC teams to lose. That's, so. that's the only way the Raiders are making the playoffs. Well, hey, you know what? After their dominating win against the Bears, which I would like to talk about for one second, because you did say that you watched the game. I watched the first half of the game. What did you think? Oh, they looked great. It was so so classic Raiders in the sense that hot start and then second half lulls. Like that that just seems to be the theme of this team right now. They they get out to a hot start. They got out to a hot start against Kansas City and then Kansas City put up 28 in the in the second quarter and then they never looked back. Uh, and Char, did you ahead. get a did you get a chance to watch this game? The Bears Raiders game? Yeah. Yeah, uh I caught the second half actually. Oh, and, there you go. And I was I was watching it and I couldn't help but think you you guys were shooting yourself in the foot. I mean, we had a uh, a fumble or two, and and I think you guys had an interception right in the second half. That was just like, it was... uh, Derek did not throw a pick, but there were some unforced errors because there was a miscue between Carr and Jacobs, where a Carr pitched it, and Jacobs thought he was getting a handoff, so that ended up being a fumble. I'm not sure. I think that was in the second half, and then the Raiders were literally at the one yard line, and the ball got punched out. That's right. Yeah. Um, so there were there were just so many little errors in the second half that they just weren't making in the first. I mean, it was seventeen to zero, and then all of a sudden in the in the third quarter it was twenty one to seventeen, and the Raiders were staring at a, at a four point. Uh, I mean, they're four points down, and that was one thing I was really concerned about with this game was if the Raiders had any chance of winning this game, they needed to get out in front because playing behind against the Bears is really hard to do because that that would give the the Bears defense a chance to just pin their ears back and just go after the Raiders and they couldn't do that they were playing on their heels the entire game and that was a huge huge reason for that was because the Raiders offensive line was just getting so much movement up front 
Uh, it was absolutely insane. And Josh Jacobs, 26 carries, 123 yards, two touchdowns. He had a monster game as well. And like I mentioned earlier, Derek had a great game as well. He didn't throw a touchdown, but he didn't throw a pick, and he was making the right throws uh, at the right time. So um, the Raiders the Raiders have a, uh, have a hard schedule, like a really hard schedule going forward. I, I think it's – uh, strength of schedule, one of the hardest in the league. They they go to Green Bay, then they go to Houston. They have the Lions, the Chargers, and then finally they get sort of a break with the Bengals and the Jets. Um, but to have the Packers, the Texans, then the Lions, and then the Chargers uh, is four very, very tough games um, ahead. But, you know, they're going into a bye. They can get healthy, so we'll, we'll see. We'll see. Three and two, uh, I'm happy with uh, – with um with where they're at so we got about uh we got a few more minutes uh on this football uh discussion we talked a lot about the Niners talked a, a lot about the Raiders so we're going to cut this a little bit short because we uh we've had our guests and we um we wanted the uh the interview to take a, a major part of the show so let's finish this football segment off uh with picks for week six um so I ended up winning week five because Sam and I only went different on one game which was that Bills game so thank you Buffalo I am now four and one, and I am looking to add on to my lead. So, Sam, Charlie, here we go. I got the uh, sheet in front of me. Actually, you know, uh, before we start, Sam, you got anything to say about uh, being down four to one? I mean, I'm not super deflated about it because I've lost by like a total of four games. So it's not like it's that big of a deal. Well, you know, you're still down four one, so. If this was the NBA championship, you would have lost. So, yeah, I'm kidding. So here we go. <clears throat> Thursday, Patriots, Giants. Patriots. Patriots, Patriots, absolutely. All right, cool. So we're all even there. So Buccaneers get the Panthers <laughs> at home. <laughs> I think uh, Tampa wins. I think, I think Carolina wins that one. Okay, so Charlie's got Carolina. Sam's got the Buccaneers. The Buccaneers are at home. I'm gonna go with the Buccaneers. Uh, I'm sorry. I, I, uh, I'm sorry, Charlie. But uh, I want to pick the Panthers because I want to go against Sam, but uh, but not yet. So Dolphins Redskins. Wow, what a matchup! <laughs> Oof, that's terrible. Um. Dolphins. I agree. Dolphins. Yeah, I was going to go Dolphins. Too. Dang it. <laughs> <laughs> well, because just only because it's at home. Like, it's in Miami. So. I think Dolphins have played better than the Redskins, though. Yeah, they have. So, Minshew Mania gets the Saints coming to Jacksonville. Saints. I got, I got the Saints. In Jacksonville? In Jacksonville. I'm going to take Jacksonville. Oof. Oh, so Sam's going Jacksonville. Charlie and I going Saints. All uh, right. Jacksonville's favored to win. How? That's insane. I don't know. Why <laughs> that's even just, a thing. Jacksonville. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought they were the underdog. <laughs> <laughs> well, stick with your pick. Oh, I am. Um, so here we go. Browns. What? Nah. Browns. Get the Seahawks traveling to Cleveland. I oh. think that's a pretty easy pick. Yeah, yeah you're right. It's uh, Cleveland. Are you really going to pick Cleveland? No, you're not. Uh, Don't do it, dude. I'm going to pick Cleveland. Oh, my. <laughs> He's going Cleveland. Is, is it just because you want the Seahawks to lose? Is that the, is that the only reason? No, because uh, Cleveland flip-flops like every week they play bad and then they play good. So I think this is the this is the week they're going to ball out. I'm still going Seahawks. I'm going Seahawks too. I'm glad there's Cleveland's uh, favored to win. How? That's terrible. <laughs> what is going on with these odds? People are uh, losing money with these odds. I know. Chiefs get the Texans. This is going to be a really good game. It's a 10 a.m. game. Uh, Chiefs. I'm still going to go with the Chiefs as well, but I think that's a really good game. I, I'm going Texans. I really am. Mahomes hasn't. Mahomes has a, like thrown like one pass passing touchdown in the past two games. Oh yes, I saw that. Way to pull that stat. So I, I think I think we're gonna go Texans on that one, man. All right, interesting. Yeah, did, didn't they just put up fifty three? That what it was. They did against oh. Atlanta. Oh yeah, Texans. <laughs> so here we go. So Vikings at home against the Eagles. Eagles. Yeah, I'm yeah. with the Eagles. Eagles on that one too. 
I'm surprised we didn't go different on that. I'm surprised somebody didn't take the Vikings. It, it, well, it's going to be a good Vikings game. I think it's going to be a good game, too. And that's a divisional game, too. Um, no, the Eagles. No, it's not. No. Oh, shoot. No, I got my divisions backwards. My bad. <laughs> my bad. <laughs> Sorry, I'm all over the place with uh, divisions, apparently. Uh, yeah, I got the Eagles uh, as well on the road. Uh, Falcons, Cardinals, Battle of the Birds. Cardinals. Yeah, no, really. Falcons. Falcons. I'm going Cardinals. Cardinals. Charlie's got the Cardinals. Sam, who did you have? I'm, I'm going to take the Falcons. I think the Cardinals' defense is worse. Okay, yeah, I'm going to take the Falcons as well. Um, so we got the Niners and the Rams. Oh, you don't even. Don't even have to, do you have to ask? <laughs> True to form. Oh, they going five and zero, baby. True to form. Uh, here's the thing: I haven't bet against the Niners all year. And I have not. I haven't done right, it. right. And they've served me right. So until they, uh, until they fail me, I'm, I'll roll with the Niners as well. Wait, who do the do the Raiders have a they bye? Have a bye. They have a bye. Oh, that's so weird. Um. So Jets are at home to the Cowboys. Cowboys. Oh, that's a yeah. good one, man. What? Yeah, I'm. I, no, it's. Yeah, I'm. I'm gonna go Cowboys. I'm gonna go Cowboys. I don't know. A good one. Based on what? <laughs> well, the, Cow- the Cowboys didn't play that great. The Jets have scored more defensive touchdowns than offensive this season. Oh, that's true. That's true. <laughs> I thought they were better than that. I, I, I had more faith in them. I guess not. I will go with the Cowboys. <laughs> uh, this will be a bit of an interesting game. Uh, Tr- Broncos coming off a win against the Chargers. Broncos got the Titans. I still think the Titans are going to win. But Yo, Mariota for life, baby. Titans, yep. Titans, everybody's going on the Titans. Okay, so we got the Steelers traveling to the Chargers. Chargers. Yeah. Chargers. Yeah. I agree, especially after um, the another, another quarterback injury for yeah, the Steelers. Mason yeah, Rudolph. Rudolph. Yeah, I still haven't seen that play. I heard it was pretty gruesome. They didn't like. I heard they didn't look good with Mason Rudolph. They're not. They're not going to look better without him. No, and I haven't seen that play yet. But apparently, Rudolph got hit, and he did that classic like, just when you get that concussion and you're out, just kind of the dinosaur T Rex arms. Like he just apparently he was out, like really? gone. Yeah, I haven't seen it yet. I'm gonna look it up later tonight, but. Uh, it was. It's supposed to be pretty, uh, pretty gruesome. Huh. And then the uh, and you know what? Oh man, that stinks too. Because that's the that's the Sunday night game, the Chargers Steelers. That would have been good thinking about it if Big Ben. Oh and yeah, the Steelers were actually playing well, but beginning of the season, yeah, that's a great matchup. But now it's just a shame. And that's the one thing about I don't know. Is it just me or does it seem like there's just a butt ton of injuries this year? A butt ton. A butt ton. PG show. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, there's quite a bit. <laughs> like I, I just feel like it. It, and I know there's injuries every year, but it just seems like there's such an overwhelming amount of injuries this season. No, there's not an overwhelming amount. There's a butt ton. There's a True. butt. There's a butt ton. <laughs> <laughs> Dial of the show. Hey, it's a PG show, man. Like I'm trying to be clean. You know, um, good for you, man. Good and for then, you. Uh, and then, <laughs> we already had Sam swear on the show uh, once earlier, so. I swore. Yeah, you did. Yes, you did. I right said, the, I said the, the S word. Is that is that such a big problem? Well, we kind of have a a rule that you continue to break, but that's okay. Last As game, everyone... Packers. Okay. Packers at home to the Lions. Packers. Yeah, I got Green Bay. Detroit, baby. <laughs> Wait, didn't Detroit lose like this last week? Um, they they must have, or they had a buy or something. They had a buy. They had a, yeah, oh, they're definitely winning then. They're definitely not winning. They had two plus weeks to get ready for Green Bay. Looking here, it looks like they lost thirty four thirty to the Chiefs. So and that's when the Chiefs were rolling. So. Okay, Sam, you and I are at a bit of a a problem. Are we? Are we uh, tied? We're at four games. Four games. Oh, no, wait a minute. No, 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 I'm sorry. No, 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 no. We're at three because you and I both picked the Buccaneers. So you and I went opposite on the 
Saints, Jacksonville game, Seahawks, Cleveland, and Green Bay Lions. Wait, wait. Saints, Jaguars, Cleveland, and Detroit? Oh, I am not confident about half of those. So, and then, Charlie, we got you over here. We'll see if Charlie ends up winning this week. I I hope he does. If I don't if, win, I hope Charlie does. If Charlie ends up winning this week, then you then uh, it'll be four one zero oh, and and one. Yeah, one coming out of nowhere. <laughs> yeah. How about you just, just do a do a tally for all your guests? How about that? Oh, true. There we go. We'll keep that. We'll keep that. Um, so we got about five minutes left uh, on the show, and we're gonna save this for uh, sort of a, a whatever the heck. Do you know what time it is? Oh, okay. You had you obviously had this prepared for him. All right, let's do it real quick. It's time to grill the guest, Charlie. Yep, here we go. <laughs> All right, let's do it. Favorite podcast moment. Podcast moment. Of of me and Jason's podcast. Oh, of you and Jason? Yeah. All of them. Wow, that's a good one. Yeah, is there a, <laughs> is there a not favorite? <laughs> <laughs> um Let's see here. A lot of dead air. Yeah, a lot of dead air here. I mean, oh, that's yeah, that's the point. Absolute, of the, that's oh, just... I, here, here we go. Sorry, I know you probably like supposed to time or whatever, but when uh, when you uh were dropping uh f bombs for about oh. <laughs> two minutes straight, and then uh and then you decided to go with heck out of nowhere. It was, it was what it, what was I talking about? Then? It was the uh the the volleyball. Uh, sex story your your teammate was having yep uh, had a girl oh uh, you know what that story is actually a lot worse but we're keeping it pg, PG. so it's not as funny uh favorite baseball player baseball player uh johnny cueto really johnny cueto uh, he's trash on the giants but whatever oh. <laughs> okay. uh should barry bonds be in the mlb hall of fame that's a Excellent question, man. You, I mean, so many people were use were juicing during that time. Yeah, I just it was yes it, or a no. No, let's go. <laughs> <laughs> he was on to something. Yeah, I'm gonna say yeah. I'm gonna say yeah. He he can be in there. Yeah, he definitely should be. Were you? Most people don't know this, but you during your football career oh, for Jesus. Roseville High School. <laughs> Had the opportunity to play a lot of many positions. Oh, God. But two of them stand out. And, Jason, you can chime in on this one. Were you a better middle linebacker (laughs) for Roseville High School or a better quarterback? Oh, that is an awesome question, man. Middle linebacker. I don't know what I was thinking. (laughs) Oh, that's a good one. Jason, you got any input? Oh, I'll just say he didn't take my job at quarterback, so <laughs> that's a good one. Our... Hey, you know what though? You didn't you play center for like half a minute? Yeah, definitely did. Played um, everywhere. Oh yeah, I was a utility guy. Dude, utility like big time. Oh yeah, every team needs a utility guy. It was like one week you'd be on the D line, which I think mostly you played for freshman year, right? You played yes. mostly on the D line, and then all of a sudden there was one practice you were playing linebacker. And I was like, "Oh, okay. This is this is weird because yep. Charlie's slow and unathletic." But yeah. <laughs> I so actually, pitcher. <laughs> yeah, pitchers are athletes. All right, pitchers I'm are kidding. <laughs> um, no, it was it was funny. I remember Coach McDowell saying, "Like this guy's five six and unathletic, and you can't put him on his butt." And I'm like, "Thanks." <laughs> <laughs> yep. So I think this is going to be a tough question here, Char. Okay. All right, here we we go. always have one. Would you rather spend the whole day touring around formerly known as AT&T Park by Buster Posey or Ooh. sit behind the dugout of a World Series game, preferably Ooh. one that the Giants are playing? And strictly Buster Posey? I mean, I kind of assumed that Buster Posey was your favorite Giant because you're like a basic B, but... I mean, it could be Johnny Cueto, I guess. I mean, his translator would have to be there, which yeah, exa- I would say there would definitely be a language barrier. There. <laughs> <laughs> um, that's a good question. Let's uh, we're we're getting toured around uh, uh, AT and T Oracle Park with uh, 
Well, we'll go with Buster. Buster seems like a good guy. Not too. Buster. Hey, Charlie. Buster was your favorite. Uh, probably when I was a catcher. And then again, I utility guy. Yeah, I, um, I played third, first, pitched. I actually had an appearance in right field my senior year. And then there you go. <laughs> Just doing it all. Oh yeah, Charlie. I got a question for you. Go ahead. This one might be a little bit easier. So you've known Sam a long time. Yes. Right? What is the most annoying thing about Sam? We asked this question to Jenna. We asked this question to Ben. And we asked this question to Ben. How loud he gets sometimes. He gets loud. That's a new one. What do you mean? What do you mean how loud I get? When you get passionate about something, you get really loud really quick. He's not wrong. I never noticed it as a annoying thing, but he's not wrong. Well, whatever, Charlie. I guess I won't, I won't talk to you anymore. <laughs> Sam, what's the most annoying thing about Charlie? About Charlie, bro? <laughs> um, like, like we gonna do like, like real talk or like how how how. How, uh, how much should I ruin our friendship real quick? I, I don't know. We got about just, we got only a couple more minutes. Just one thing that always comes to mind is he's a big flake, a big flake. Like we'll set up to hang out or something, and he'll be like, "Oh, sorry, like me and my mom have to have dinner or something like that." You, you know, like he'll choose his mom over me or something. It's just totally ridiculous. <laughs> it's totally ridiculous. All I want to do oh. is hang out, and he's like, "No, nah, uh, Aiden's got to." baseball game or something. I'm like, dude, dude what the heck? <laughs> oh, man. I mean, Charlie, I, is that true? Uh, partially. I am a little flaky. I'll, I'll admit that. I, I I can set up plans and then get to the last second and be like, yeah, no, I don't want to go anymore. <laughs> oh, so that's what it was? You just didn't want to go? Yeah, ex- exactly. You want to go? That's even worse. <laughs> hey, I'll tell you what. One of my favorite moments with uh, with all of us was that uh, you remember that home run derby? Oh wait, I wasn't there for that one. Yes, you were. Nope, was not there for that one. At, at uh, for which one? For which one? We had there was two inaugural ones. Oh really? There was one was. I could have. Um, I would have bet my life savings Andrew that you were there, there once, and I think Jackson was there the next time. This was Charlie Richards Field, right? Yeah. Yep. So, Flaky, you want you want to hear something real quick? I actually <laughs> oh, man. backed backed into my stepdad's truck in the driveway, heading over to Charlie Richards Field, and I had to deal with that. Yep. Oh man, yeah. I would have bet my life savings that you were there. I I will, I will never forget the the times that we did play basketball though, and. I was oh, taking that. really, really deep threes, and Sam was yelling no as I shot them. But when they went in, he was like, okay. Oh, that's well, true you, to form. You would only bank them. <laughs> <laughs> they never looked good off the hands. Nope, never did, but they just sure as hell went in, didn't they? <laughs> oh, man. Sharpshooter, utility player, baseball pitcher, Charlie Mines, ladies and gentlemen. This is my, <laughs> my last question for you, Char. Okay, let's Which pitcher does your game most resemble? Uh, Johnny Cueto. <laughs> <laughs> no, it doesn't. What? Oh, yeah. Absolutely. Timing. You, you the, quick pitch the people? twist. You ask my teammates. Oh, yeah, man. Okay. I would, I would love to see that. Well, that was, that was boring. That was a boring segment of Grilled the Guest. Thanks a lot, Charlie. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know what to say, man. What a good send-off for a great guest. Thanks, Sam. <laughs> Thanks, Charlie. You were boring. <laughs> Anybody else who wants to be on the show? <laughs> Just get um, publicly degraded. Pretty much, apparently. Oh, man. All right. Well, that'll wrap it up for episode <laughs> no, whatever no, the heck but, this is. But 18. real quick, real quick, on a nice note. If the people that knew Charlie growing up I don't think there was a nicer, genuinely nice human being that I grew up uh, with than Charlie Munz. Thank you, Sam. That dude, that. like, positivity, just oozing positivity, just the nicest guy. He, he, it, the real thing was, he was just so bad at trash talking that it was oh, like, terrible. oh, 
Like he's just he's just so nice. Like he can't he can't even hurt my feelings. Hey, you know what? Secret talent of Charlie. He's also good at geography because we absolutely bullied that geography class freshman year. <laughs> you mean James, dude? Oh yeah, hundred percent, hundred percent. All right, well, that'll wrap it up for episode 18 of Nothing to Say, the fans podcast. Charlie, thanks again for coming on. Uh, I think it'd be absolutely awesome to have you on uh, at the end of your season uh, this this year or sometime during the, the middle of your season, kind of check in on how uh, on how you guys are doing and how you're doing. That would be awesome, man. Yeah, thanks for really having me on the show. Was, I had a great time. Yeah, uh, no problem, no problem. I hope uh, – I hope people who are connected to you enjoy listening uh, enjoy listening to your story. I hope everybody connected to our show and enjoys uh, enjoys the episode, enjoy listening to what uh, Charlie had to bring. And again, uh, if you've taken time out of your day, even if it was just a minute to listen to us, we really, really appreciate it. Um, thank you all so much for the supporting the show. And we will be back. What is uh, This episode is going to be released on Tuesday, so we'll be back Saturday morning. Uh, with another episode. Thank you guys so much, and we will see you then. Hey, thanks for coming on, Char. Absolutely. Thanks for having me on, guys.